0: Welcome
1: to two babes in a book with Liz
0: and Rach. Thanks for joining us
1: today. We're going to have some book banter about anxious people by Frederick Bachman.
0: I'm excited to talk about this book. It's a, it's been on our radar for a while, right?
1: Yes. I was going to say, Rachel's been talking about this book for months mm-hmm. ever since it came out. I think it was summer 2020 oh, wow. that it came out.
0: I think you're right.
1: Um. So almost a year, but she, she's been really
0: excited to read it. So we Ooh, finally copyright. read it. Well, copyright is oh, 2019. But 2019? Uh, yeah. But translation copyright is 2020. So oh, it probably came from Sweden to the U S mm-hmm. yeah. Cause this author is Swedish. foreign. He's from
1: Sweden. Mm-hmm. Stockholm. Stockholmer. Stockholmers. I
0: wonder. Yeah. I know. <laughs> There's a lot about Stockholmers in this one. They talk about <laughs> Stockholm and Stockholmers a
1: lot in this book. Okay. Rachel, tell us what it's about.
0: Okay. Oh, where are we going to do the overall rating? Yes. Overall
1: ratings. Okay. <laughs> Mine is 4.5 out of
0: five. That's pretty Woo! good. Pretty high. That's high. Especially for you. I'm usually the I know. The higher number ones. Okay, cool. What about you? So I gave it a three out of five. Mm-hmm. So didn't like it quite as much. Um, and I think part of it could be, I'm like, not feeling the greatest. I'm kind of like super pregnant. She's kind <laughs> of uh, nine
1: months pregnant. <laughs> so. And there, there are obviously the title of the book is anxious people. There are some heavy topics mm-hmm. discussed in this book. We can go over in the content ratings. I guess there's some trigger warnings a little yeah, bit, but sure. mm-hmm. you know, obviously it talks about just life stress and struggles being an adult anxiety panic hard. attacks a little bit <laughs> being yes. an adult so he talks about that a lot in this like it's just so oh, I felt being like a very... parent too yeah. he talks about um parenthood and the struggles with that as well it's a very real book
0: it is even though it's... it has real life issues tongue in... he's very tongue-in-cheek with the way he talks Presents about the... it yeah. So it didn't feel like, despite the very heavy topics, it didn't feel as heavy as it could have. No. But because yeah. he, he has a good humor in his writing. Right. Sure. Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, I gave it three out of five. What's your one word, Liz, that you would use to describe this book? Oh, or one phrase?
1: I one chose phrase. intriguing. So I chose a word. It was intriguing. From the get go, <laughs> Rachel's telling me, I'm a little confused but it's Frederick Bachman. So I know this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He likes to start off his books with just diving right in and you have yeah. so many questions. And so I felt very intrigued for most of the book. You want to know answers. And I didn't realize this, but it's a mystery. It's about a bank robbery slash hostage situation anyway. Yeah. So, so you just have lots of questions and you're intrigued about yeah. What's going on? What's happening? And
0: it's hostage
1: drama, which I thought that, that was drama. always how
0: they referred to it. I'm like was that right. like a Swedish translation thing. I know. How many
1: times that. did they say the phrase hostage drama?
0: Right. I think in the states we would say hostage situation. I think it would be maybe. Right. Yeah,
1: because that's what came out when I just said it. The yeah, situation. And that's what but I was. You're right. They head. said drama.
0: That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> right now, that's funny. So my word was interconnected. So I didn't know if I was vacillating between interconnected and interconnection, but it's just everyone. It showed how everyone was so interconnected, all the characters and just all of humankind. How we all have so much in common. Oh, I like that. And plus, I thought it'd be cool if I could match your eye (laughs) because you put your you put intriguing. I'm like we got some alliteration here. Intriguing. (laughs) Two babes in a book. We love the alliteration. We do. so quick side note um we have been watching the movie rio a lot have you seen that liz are you kidding of
1: Of course i've seen it with the bird (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes uh, like a million times
0: it's so good so there's the evil bird he said your burgled baubles bore me (laughs) <laughs> and so Sydney, my oldest, like she ends up watching a lot of these movies because she's homeschooled. Okay, she does do homeschool as well. but she'll walk into the mo- into the room when we're watching something, and anyway, she'll pick up on stuff. and so we, sh- we were going back and forth with different alliteration <laughs> devices. this is this is not my homeschool kid. of course. she's coming up with different alliteration phrases, alliterative this, phrases. This is her
1: home hashtag homeschool life. <laughs>
0: Overhearing okay. Little Sisters cartoons. Yes. Coming up with
1: alliteration.
0: Let's come up with other ones. But I just love it. so I'll just <laughs> randomly say that your burgled bobbles bore me.
1: Bore <laughs> me. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I totally remember that line. Yes. Yeah, my kids have been obsessed with that movie. It's a good movie. Year. It is. It's so good.
0: <laughs> the, the music good. is good. So, anyways, Jinx. sorry. <laughs> <It's a> tangent. <laughs> All right. Anxious people, what is this about? So it is, uh, what is it about? He actually talks about that a lot in the book. Like, so this book is about idiots. It's, it's, it's about, about a group bridge. of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> idiots, a bridge, a um, uh, hostage drama, a bank robbery gone wrong. That's basically what it is. He does but,
1: talk about that. He said, that's a good question. What is this book about? It's about all, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And then he lists all those things. They, they yeah. refer a bridge throughout the book. The bridge is very important and things that happen. Yeah. Literally and symbolically too. And so many people are involved with this bridge in different ways Mm -hmm. in the book. So it's very interconnected Interconnected.
0: and intriguing
1: how they're all interconnected and interconnected. (laughs) I'm liking it.
0: (laughs) All right. Content reading. What would you give it for language?
1: Language two and a half out of five.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think I would give that as well. So Liz, you listened to the book, right? You didn't read it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And I read it. So I feel like it would stand out more with cussing. For me, it's, it stands out more with reading it or sorry, listening to it. Listening. Opposite. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like there was some curse words more at the beginning, honestly, unless I just stopped noticing, but he really didn't, there really wasn't that bad of language, uh-huh. not too much at all. So. Yep. And then sex one out of five. Same here. Yeah. There is a couple, there is a lesbian couple, married mm-hmm. couple in this book, just a heads up for people. And um, she's pregnant. So they do talk about that family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else? I mean,
0: and that, and they're the only couple that they refer to having Intercourse, <laughs> but they don't. It's so like it's not PG-13. descriptive. It's yeah, not descriptive at all. It's yeah. It's just um, there's the, actually the no kissing hears. in this
1: book, or maybe maybe a tiny bit. But yeah, there's just a there's just a few sex references. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: And they just talk about how the neighbor would hear the walls shaking. That's all mm-hmm. that it talks about. So it's very. And oh, this is like a type
1: of love story. There, there's a love story in this, or a couple love stories, That's but it was very interesting. Of... Is there a more unique
0: love story than you would mm-hmm. guess? Yeah, and we're not referring Thanks. to the lesbian couple. We're referring to like, like the, the other ones that were just. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the spoiler section. So, but yeah, as far as like, like any open door scenes, there's nothing. Nothing. is very mm-hmm. clean. Okay, drugs and alcohol. One um, out of five. Yep, yeah, same here. I put uh, wine drinking in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. And smoking. The the smoking oh, in the closet as that's well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then uh, we, skipped, we skipped violence. Oh, sorry um, that about one. that. Just
1: one. Yeah. Because of bumps and
0: bruises. Right. I couldn't and a pistol. But I mean, the, yeah, there's a gun. Yeah. But oh, and I guess um, trigger warning, there's quite a bit on suicide um, oh, suicide yes. that was actually completed and attempted. So, um, a lot about mental health. I don't know what I'd put that under, under violence probably. Um, yeah. As a trigger warning, or it
1: could just be a sub yeah. thing. but yeah, That's there's reference to mental health a little bit like
0: anxiety. And mm-hmm. so for me, I, cause I'm, I'm pretty open about this. I deal with anxiety and I take medication for it. Um, it wasn't triggering. Um, but I'm also so much better than it was like if I I think if I tried to read this when I was in the middle of trying to figure out my medication, and I was really anxious, I probably couldn't do it. I think it would be too stressful for me. But now that it's like years in the past and I've like, I'm in a good place, it was fine. So maybe just for people who like there was a bookstagrammer that we talked about having on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, and we're gonna
1: have her on for um future episode talking about yes. Frederick Bachman books because she Loves him. She's got to, she's gotten to meet him in person. But yeah, she mentioned she's like, This is actually the one Frederick Bachman book that I have not read because it made me feel anxious to read a book about anxious people. <laughs> <laughs> we thought that was funny, but very, you know, makes sense. It's right. Like very yeah.
0: So, and it is like, like we've said before, it's done very, very well. But, you know, they talk about there was a part where they talk about panic attacks, and that was making me a little uncomfortable. So I just skipped that, just that page. And Uh, just because I was like, like, oh, I just don't want to read about it. (laughs) And even though they talk, even though he talks
1: about heavy topics in this book, he has a really great sense of humor, Frederick Bachman, and does a great job with that balance. Like it was, very funny. There were several parts where I was laughing out loud yeah, and I was smiling throughout the book. Yeah. So even though it does have a heavy feel to it, it was entertaining and yeah. funny. It
0: was very entertaining for sure. But yeah, he's, he's just his mind. I just want to go peer inside his mind and see where <laughs> he comes up with this stuff. <laughs> I know this book
1: reminded me of a man called Ove
0: just, uh-huh. he, Which also he does a really good job it. writing about older people, like older people, yeah. characters. Well, and older people who were like, Cause he, he was suicidal and a man called dove. So, yes. Oh, that's so it's another one that like he's oh, mental like, health is his game. Yeah. Well, and the reason why you might already know this, Liz, but I did a deep dive on Frederick Bachman last night, Kirk and I did, mm. and he deals with anxiety and he's yes. still dealt with panic attacks. And so I was reading on Frederick Bachman's website. It's just frederickbachman.com. And he, mm-hmm. it was written in 2018. So it must've been like maybe when he was writing this or something, or maybe before, but, or I don't know, around that time.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um he, it was really long. I didn't finish it, but it was just like kind of his um stream of consciousness discussion on mental illness and how he has tra- struggled so hard with um, he loves being an author, but he doesn't, sorry, what was it? He likes being a writer, but not an author because he likes the writing, but, he's but very, author, an
1: he has to talk to people and yes. sign books and interact with people.
0: Yeah. Is that what it is? Very, very pressured and just very stressed out. And so he realized he wasn't sleeping well, he wasn't breathing well, he was having panic attacks, like all that stuff. Mm. And he, it was interesting to read. Did, did you read that on his website? Liz? No, but
1: I remember as a book club when we read A Man Called Ove, people were talking about Frederick Bachman and an article they found about him and how he is basically Ove. For those of you who have read A Man Called Ove, he seemed really grouchy, like he hated people, but he was a good man. He's a really good man and very soft at heart. And just that was his exterior. That's how he handled you know, that anxiety. I mean, they didn't talk too much about anxiety in a man called Ove, I don't think, but clearly Ove had some, you know, a little bit of issues, but basically Frederick Bachman's like, I hate talking to other people. I don't like being around people, except my wife. And Uh it just, he was describing himself and we were like, that's Ove. That's how Uh Ove was.
0: Yeah. So we were just
1: laughing about that in book club. That's um, so funny. Yeah. He puts a lot of himself into his characters and that's why he can write so well about those topics is because he struggles with them himself. So yeah. Yeah. He relates to that.
0: Totally. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I thought, found that really fascinating that he was very, he's very open about it. At least he is now. And, um, he really just, it sounds like he just wants to live his life and not have to like do all the high pressure stuff that you have to do as an author. Um, he just wants to be in his closet and write books. Yes, exactly. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he said one of the quotes I should have written it down, but he said that he writes to get rid of, to, I think, get rid of the demons or maybe that's not what it was. (gasps)
1: Oh, that's familiar. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've heard that somewhere Something
0: like that. Like his, his, he doesn't take drugs. So it's um, therapeutic for him. It yeah. really helps his mental health to it's write to stop the voices. That's what it is. It's to silence the voices. He writes, you know, mm, to get it out of his okay. head. And so, um, yeah, it's fascinating. I don't know people with mental illness. And I know it's also, cause I deal with it too, but it just, it fascinates me like our, the way that we've, we're discussing it now. Oh, in fact, there's a quote about that in the book that I thought was really good because, um, such so a stigma, sorry, I'm throwing this oh, no. in here, Liz. Do it, do it. Okay. okay. Find that quote, so, girl. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an interaction, there's a psychologist and then a character named Zara, mm-hmm. and they're talking about, um, they're just talking about panic attacks and mental illness. And the psychologist says, but you know what, Zara, I've learned that it helps to talk about it. Unfortunately, I think most people would still get more sympathy from their colleagues and bosses at work if they show up looking rough one morning and say, I'm hungover, than if they say, I'm suffering from anxiety. But I think we pass people in the street every day who feel the same as you and I. Many of them just don't know what it is. Men and women going around for months, having trouble breathing and seeing doctor after doctor because they think there's something wrong with their lungs all because it's so dang, I'll just put dang, difficult to admit that something else is broken. And then this is the part that I highlighted, that it's an ache in our soul, invisible lead weights in our blood and indescribable pressure in our chest. Our brains are lying to us, telling us we're going to die. There's nothing wrong with our lungs, Zara. We're not going to die, you and I. And that just, that just really got to me because when, Mm. (laughs) when my anxiety was really bad and I'll still have little bouts like in the middle of the night, but it's very rare um, where it's basically just like your brain is telling you that like, you're going to like, you're going to die. Like you doing this thing is like, it used to be for me with planes. Like if I was going to get on a plane, I would start to have a panic attack. And like, my brain would tell me like, cause it's mm. fight or flight. Right. So my, my yes, brain that's it, what I was it, thinking, fight or flight. So it's like your fight or flight reflexes or like neurotransmitters are broken basically. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, wait, no, you're not going to die just because you're getting on this. Um and for you can do time, this, and yeah. other
1: people have these fears too, and just put one foot in front of the other.
0: Yeah. Which is much easier said than done when you're having like cortisol shooting through your body or adrenaline and stuff, or it's yeah. just or you're having a hard time breathing. Like that, that's the hard thing about panic attacks, too, is that you it affects you physically. Yeah. Not so you just have to learn mentally. how to breathe. Like I had to relearn how yeah. to breathe. Like I, I remember reading about it and being like, okay, I have to breathe through my diaphragm because otherwise, if you breathe through your chest, you start hyperventilating and you get tingly. Like, there's just so many things that, yeah, that really stuck out to me with this book. With that, the uh, especially with the psychologist and Zara, those are the yes. ones.
1: Oh, their conversations Ooh. were intense, and I just I felt like I was getting clammy hands for the psychologist. Yeah, I mean Zara to have a patient been. like Zara. Oh my gosh, the stress and just feeling uncomfortable and yeah. Oh man. Yeah. This book was so good. Just a reminder of you don't know what other people are going through Mm -hmm. or if what they're struggling with because mental health is not visible great all the time you know and just the could, people could be struggling in different ways and you pass each other not knowing that mm-hmm. person at all and so this book was really amazing because there's a bunch of characters but he delves into them really well and you get they all get to know each other and have that inner connection with each yeah. other and it all comes around so
0: yeah it was pretty cool how everything connects so yes. yeah Anyways, I know you had a quote too. Oh, that's right. Okay, let's do my quote. (laughs) (laughs) We'll
1: end on a happy note and then we'll go into our spoiler section for those of you who have read this book. Okay. They say that a person's personality is the sum of their experiences, but that isn't true, at least not entirely, because if our past was all that defined us, we'd never be able to put up with ourselves. We need to be allowed to convince ourselves that we are more than the mistakes we made yesterday that we are all of our next choices to all of our tomorrows. Love so I it. loved that. Just like the hope of, okay, a new day. Like we're going to get through today and then we try again tomorrow. Yeah,
0: and totally. Was that I in the very last trying. chapter?
1: I feel like that was at
0: the end, but I'm not I, sure. Know, I just like circled the chapter head because some of these chapters are really short. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, I listened to the audiobook for the whole book. And I could tell the chapters were very short.
0: Yeah. It wasn't in the last chapter, um, but it basically, the last chapter is, you know, it kind of says the same thing. And then, you know, the, at the end of the very book, but when you get home this evening, when this day is over and the night takes us, allow yourself a deep breath because you made it through this day as well. There'll be another one along tomorrow.
1: Yes, that's right. It's 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 a very similar thing. It's very hopeful and that was a really good line to end on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked, I liked how it ended. Yeah, me too. And that was, a yeah, good I was quote. thinking, as I listened to this book. I was thinking, how the heck is he going to wrap this all up? Because there's so many characters and so many yeah. moving parts. And he does a Pretty beautiful best. job with just wrapping it all up and ha- helping me feel the closure. Uh of the book that's important it's important for me (laughs) yeah we both like like the closure with with the vanishing half everyone knows that i really struggled at the end of (laughs) vanishing half (laughs) i had a hard time but okay oh my gosh there's so much to talk about in the spoiler section so hopefully you guys join us
0: let's do it (music) back with the spoiler section of anxious people. Welcome back. So much,
1: so much stuff. I didn't write down any notes, so I'm going to just, I didn't either. We're just flying (laughs) by the seat of our pants here. (laughs) I hope we don't forget anything. Maybe we should kind of try to start at the beginning and how confusing it was at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) And (sighs) uh, I want to go back and re listen to it honestly, or if you had the book, I, I, did you flip? Yeah. You flipped to the beginning of the it book. Did. Once Once they dropped the, once he dropped the bomb, the first twist of yeah. who so the bank, bank robber. robber was a woman bank robber was a woman. Yeah. And I was so confused and blown away because I could have sworn that he said he or his or the man I could have sworn he did. And I haven't mm-hmm. had time to go back and listen
0: to it, but I, I wish I would have had the hard copy for that. Yeah, that's a lot easier to flip through and just look for like the word bank robber, you know, and then yeah, Liz and I were texting about this when we both got to the the bomb sh- the bombshell. No, the bomb, bomb shell a is bombshell like a person, right? Well, <laughs> She's a bombshell. <laughs> She's a bombshell. <laughs> Anyways, when we got to the She's big the part, bomb, <laughs> the, <laughs> the reveal, reveal. the, the big reveal. reveal. And, and I, that was when I was flipping through and I realized that the pronoun, there was never a pronoun. It wasn't a he or a she, it was always the bank robber did this. The bank robber went up the stairs. The bank robber held a pistol. But like, how come oh, we
1: God. didn't think anything of that? Wouldn't I don't that know. be I odd? Think Maybe it was just how his writing was, his style. Yeah. It just all matched and it, it flowed so well that you know, it didn't even what, dawn I think it him. just
0: shows how brilliant he is. Yeah. Like we didn't like, not, not that we're geniuses, but. And we're but
1: stereotypical. I I don't know. Does this make us sexist that we just assume a bank robber is a man? Oh. And then we also, I don't know what we assumed. Do we assume that the boss was a man? So then it should have been the wife. Does that make sense? Okay. So his spouse cheated. Okay. So it's a girl, right? We know it's a girl, but we, I thought that it was a man and that his wife had cheated on his boss. And so I guess I'm thinking like, why did I just assume that the big robber's boss, rapper's was, boss
0: a was a man. I thought the boss was a man. And I thought that the spouse of cheated was a woman and but, but it, no, the woman
1: it, was a big, you know, the breadwinner and had the corporate job. And that's why the apartment was under her name. And she kicked the man out to the streets. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking.
0: But, but was actually that the, that even though they both had jobs, well, maybe, maybe they both had jobs. I don't know. But for some reason, the apartment was in the husband's name and not the wife's name.
1: And that's why she I just couldn't tell. believe how someone could ever do that to I the know. mother of their children. Like, even if you don't love her anymore yeah, and you want to be with someone else, there's just a way better way to handle that. I just couldn't understand the, the cruelty and yeah, that storyline so- was really sad. I know. Um, cause how he was going to take the, her children away from her. Right.
0: And do we actually know, um, if the boss was a woman or was the boss a man, the frog and that. the monkey. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a woman. Okay.
1: But I actually can't remember out. specifically if they um, you know, say that exactly. But I I think her husband cheated on her boss who is a woman. Okay. And that's the thing that's that made me so mad too, and it's so unethical. The boss fired the bank yeah. robber. Yeah, that's and- so unethical. Like, go to court. My gosh. But yes, yeah, right. she's like, for the children, I don't want to make cut chaos. There's exactly. already chaotic. And she was just
0: so I do feel like, yes, like the bank robber, you do feel so bad for her. And we all make mistakes. And that's a big theme, is just like, we're all messed up. <laughs> we're all trying to do the best thing we can. But there were some things that, like, she probably could have done it better. Like how she was telling Zara her, her situation, and like Zara not was have like, robbed a bank. Yeah. Yeah. Not have robbed a bank. And like how she was telling, I think it was Zara about the, um, the situation with her kids and Zara was like, well, that's not going like, they can't legally take away the kids randomly. Well, now that you've committed a felony, then maybe you can, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, now you're is, really not going to get your kids. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there were so many instances where it's like, you could have done something else. Like. I don't know, like it not not with everything, but like yeah, she could have like gotten legal recourse to keep her job or sue her boss for being like, uh, no, you can't you can't take my husband and then fire me, like there's that's got to be illegal. I I mean so uh, illegal. Oh my gosh. I mean, granted, we don't live in Sweden, so
1: exactly, this is not America, so maybe something like that is more, um, you know. What's, what am I trying to say? Maybe that's more likely to happen and sweet because here that would, I feel like that would not be able to fly here oh, yeah. in the States, especially like, for
0: a woman, like that would make headlines, you know, if that happened to a woman and mm-hmm. she inspired okay. for that. Was the pistol real or was it not real? It was real. Yeah. Everybody thought it was fake. A lot, like half of them Except did. the
1: bank robber. Her, I think no, the, the bank, bank
0: robber thought, oh, thought it was fake as well.
1: So everybody it's thought it was time. fake, but it was fake.
0: It was actually real. Yeah. The only time it went off
1: was when oh, it fell off the phone. table because the phone vibrated. Yes. Uh-huh. And tho- those were the shots that the hostages heard. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they were worried. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um wow. Yeah. There's a lot of characters in this book. Yeah. And okay, I loved the audiobook so much. The acting was amazing, although oh, yeah. some of the voices for the characters. Drove me nuts at the beginning. Were they All different. They're like, all different. Okay. Really different voices. She, she does be, such a good job because there's like what seven or eight characters. That would be because so there's surprising. Jack and Jim, and I loved them so much. I loved their. Well, I know their relationship was complicated, and that's kind of heavy. But like, I was really invested in Jack and Jim.
0: Yeah, me too. And that
1: storyline. Like, I was really annoyed when they would do the interviews. Really bothered me. But I, I got used to the voices and uh-huh. I understood why they were so obnoxious in the interviews they're right, trying to get them off. Cause to, they're trying to help yeah. the, but at the time, at the beginning of the book, you're like, Oh my gosh, how are they? How are they the worst group of hostages? Oh, it was just, there were so many funny parts of this book. There were so many funny one-liners because they were like, wow, you're the worst bank robber ever. But at the end of the book, she, the bank robber says they're the worst hostages ever. Luckily.
0: Yeah. She said it a couple times, like in the beginning, she would just be like, like face palming, you know, palm in the face on the face, like, Oh, you were the worst hostages ever. Cause they won't get on the ground and they're like debating with her. And then at and the no end, one is like, scared. No you know? one is scared of her at
1: all. And they order pizza. Like it is so funny. There's so many ridiculous parts and the banter between the people in the apartment. You know, it reminded me of like when people get stuck in an elevator oh, and uh-huh. they have to get to know each other and you learn about their life stories right. and you end up just loving those people. That's kind of how this was, but it was in an apartment. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: And they uh, were able to favorites... like get away from each other. I liked the closet scene That's with true. the first oh, people would go in the closet and other people stay out. And um, I think one of my favorite just like random characters was Leonard
1: when he has the bunny, head oh, the on bunny him. hat, <laughs> and his weird thing with Zara. Uh, oh my gosh, he was so random, and his um, the blood, the fake blood, got his underwear. <laughs> he he was one of the funniest characters actually yeah, it was
0: just so random and like and I love and that was, he
1: was the love interest for Z- Zara in the end I was yeah. like this is so weird
0: but but I think I only someone quirky. like him who's so quirky could be with Zara who was so hardened and but he it's was true. able to like break through her shell yeah I just thought that was so neat
1: yeah such an odd couple right there but it yeah. works
0: it worked. <laughs> I know and then okay question This is the very end of the book, but so Jack and Nadia, they end up together, right? Yes. I
1: loved that. Okay. I knew he was going to end up with someone and I was thinking it was going to be the bank robber. Oh, I was like thinking it was, you know, I was thinking his dad told him, but I was thinking he never obviously was going to see the bank robber Uh and that. He would meet her just by chance and they, they ended up dating. And then he introduced, this is what I, this was what I was imagining. And then he introduced right. the bank robber, his girlfriend to his dad. And they were noticed each other. And were like, Oh crap. Oh geez. Don't tell Jack. Like wouldn't that have made a good story. Like Jack is in love with the oh, bank robber, but doesn't, like, know doesn't know that it's an actual bank robber. That would and be really Jim good. Jim is like, Oh, should we tell him? And she's like, no, don't tell him. <laughs> That just would have been great, but that's not mm-hmm. how it ended. I still loved how it ended because he still ended up with someone that was connected into the story that was a character. Yeah, story. something that he already. And he, and he was the one that helped save yeah. her.
0: Although oh, I, loved... I how Zara said in the note to her that he didn't save you, you saved yourself, but he was there. He just know? happened to be there. Oh, yeah, he just happened to be there. Yeah.
1: I loved that too. That's and so I loved how Zara, Zara figured that out about. Nadia so it's like she was in a way healing for her even though Nadia was the psychologist yeah she ended up helping her as well they both helped each other um yeah but Nadia I didn't learned,
0: figure that out like she didn't know that about Zara that Zara
1: saw her on the bridge yeah until I the very Zara end
0: said that. well Zara didn't say like hey I saw you she just Oh, did, did she never tell her I don't think so. well
1: I guess the letter in a sense is telling
0: her but that was the day before. That was a different situation. The it was the jumper the day before. So I don't think she ever told Nadia, "Hey, I saw you on the bridge, and I saw Jack." Unless well, maybe what she- did the letter say though? the w- The letter said
1: was It was a short letter to, to her. Nadia. It was to Nadia, and it said, "He didn't save you. You saved yourself. Like oh. you made that decision." Yeah. So obviously, so. They that, figured out that she maybe saw that was them her re- way of telling her like that she knew about the bridge thing. Anyway, yeah, well, this is getting true. confusing, but <laughs> it's a confusing yeah, there's like two bridge situations, right? And yeah. it's crazy love- that Jack was involved in two bridge situations, but I guess he yeah. was
0: seeking out the bridge to afterwards to That's save true. someone, I guess. I love that the, the note said, I mean, it breaks my heart that Zara never opened it before 10 years. Yeah. But it just said it wasn't your fault. Like what? That's all that it said. I thought it was going to be this long thing. Yeah. I thought it would
1: be just how awful
0: she is. And that obviously that's what she thought too. Right. The whole, I mean, 10 years of feeling grief and just that heaviness.
1: Yeah. And I love how she made Nadia open it and read it. Yeah. Right. Like she couldn't even do it herself, but Oh yeah. So we didn't talk about this yet. I don't think, but I really, obviously I loved this book, but Rachel and I were complaining about how he gives you a cliffhanger for most of the chapters, but you don't get an answer right away. Like you have to wait three chapters for the (laughs) answer because he goes, he goes back and forth. Like they will be interviewing the hostages, you know, in present day and then they'll go back in time to the other perspective of the hostages within the apartment and yeah. so anyways the letter it's like she opened the letter and there were just four words or was it three words it wasn't four. Your, four there were just four words and then the next chapter starts and i'm thinking like what did it say what did the letter say and they didn't make us wait that long for that part but oh yeah that's just a little example of like they start the chapter and it's like in the future with zara Well, actually
0: with this one but with they that tell part, us right away. Uh-huh. It's in the same chapter. Oh, it's in the same chapter? Oh, uh-huh. I thought they left us hanging.
1: Maybe it was just a pause and I forgot. I think
0: it was just a so, pause. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of times they would have just like they'd keep you, he'd keep you guessing yeah. and mm-hmm. make you wait
0: quite a few it's chapters
1: because they go back and forth. The whole book. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, obviously all books do
0: this to an extent, but but this is like a Frederick Bachman, yeah. The uh a writing style of his that he's done with his other ones. So I uh, I've read yeah. Britt Marie was here. Mm-hmm. Um, grandmother, my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry. And then. Man wow, Cove good Cove. job.
1: That's so a long I, title. You did amazing. Long.
0: And then in man called Ove and you've read all, but Britt Marie was here, right? Yes. So, and it had yeah. been a
1: while since I've read a book by him. Me too. Um, I think the last one was the grandmother one that I'm not going to even try to say the <laughs> title. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was like two years ago now. So it was really fun to read another one of his books. Yeah. He is a really good writer and he's very brilliant. He's just fun.
0: Yeah. Like he's not
1: exactly, I mean, this one was a type of page turner because it's a mystery and you're like, what the heck is going on? What's going to happen? But at the same time, it's just, I don't know. I can't explain it because this book's not slow paced, but a man called Ove, it's just, there's a lot to the book and there's a lot that's happening and you have to read the whole book to understand the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that probably doesn't make any sense. But with this book? With this book, that's how it is. Uh-huh. But, yeah. but also, my grandmother told me to tell you, I'm sorry, that one. You uh-huh. have to, that one keeps you guessing the whole time too. That's and you're kind true. of like, what is happening? He
0: really likes to do the whole thing. It's like, where you think, like he fakes you out. Like, oh, you uh, think it's really this character, but no, it's this character. Or you think that they're like horrible, but they're really, really nice. Or, you know, like just, he likes to fake you out all the time. Yeah. So, and I think those there's, twists. A, there's a theme to that. Like that we both, we, we definitely don't know people like you know what's really going on with them um and he likes to have that thread throughout all the all his books i like that did you
1: have a favorite care um hostage person did you have a favorite character or couple
0: i like the lesbian couple they were really me too i really loved Mm
1: roe yeah and where was she from and her so, dress pockets yeah
0: um, I don't know she was exotic but Estelle called her exotic and just because her hair was a different color which I missed was her hair purple or something I don't know I think I'm guessing it was darker because especially in Sweden they're like all really blonde so I'm sure mm. anyone that's not like super light and she Roe is the one that had to escape her country with her family oh yeah travel. So that's I'm like, right. What but what were Yeah, they, they didn't
1: mean? really go into that but that was a an interesting little side story that her wife was talking about. Yeah. But I thought their relationship was was really sweet and yeah, and how we got to like delve into their relationship more with um Julianne or Julie the the wife think, of Roe in the closet oh, um, with the other she, lady.
0: Yeah. I think it was Julie cuz it was Lena Ann I think was the was Roger's wife. Yeah. Oh, Julia, Julia. Julia. Okay, that sounds yeah. that sounds better. I was like,
1: I don't think it's Julie, but um, yeah, it was really fun to get to know. Like at first, I was annoyed with all the voices and their how obnoxious they were in the interviews, but by the end of the book, you're like, oh, I love Estelle I know. or Roger and or Elaine, affair, quote unquote. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> like, like, okay, I I did not really love that part because. She was like Canuck or whatever her husband, like he, she loved him. So, and I know she still loved him, but like, that was such a sweet romantic story between them two. But she was, but then she was like, I had an affair with this guy, but this man, but not really, but I feel like he would have been the love of my life. And I, I guess there's a romantic element to that, but I was just thinking like. And obviously that was a huge part of the story because she ended right. up having the key to yeah. the apartment, which yeah that was yeah. really cool how that came together. But I was, it kind of ruined like the sweetness between her yeah. and Canute or Canute. I can't remember his name is very Swedish sounding.
0: Yeah. It's spelled K N U T. And I, I couldn't tell if it was like nut or connect nut. or canute. Oh, canute. That's okay. how the audiobook said it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I was like, what?
1: That's sad. I mean, it's good that yeah. she never actually went into his apartment and slept with him, but it was an emotional affair. And she, it's like almost right. like she was proud of it. I was kind of like, that's weird. Yeah. It was just kind of weird, but obviously that was needed. Cause that was a huge tie in to the plot. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, and I love um, that
0: the bank robber I lived with ever- Estelle. Yeah. Do we ever know her name? I don't think we ever do. I don't think they ever talk about her name or even her, um, her kids. They were just the frog and the, and the monkey. monkey And she was the elk. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's right. It was just the bank robber and the frog and the monkey. I liked the end, how they ended up living or renting the apartment out from Estelle.
0: Okay. So question was it basically free because it's like, she was renting it for, she was renting it from the Estelle's daughter. Yeah. But then Estelle was renting it. From the bank robber for the same amount. So it sounded like it was free. Oh, see, when
1: I was listening to it, I was really confused at that point, at that part. So, Uh yes, that means that's just a fancy way of saying she lived there for free out of the kindness of her heart, maybe?
0: Yeah, I think so. Oh, which
1: is so sweet. I know. know. $6,500 a month for rent. Yeah. Although
0: I don't know how that is in like compared to American dollars, but yeah. Euros or.
1: I don't know, but I was just imagining a place that would cost that much per month. And like, yeah, what kind of place is this? But, Seriously. um, and Roe and Julia lived across the hall, is that right? Yeah. Uh huh. In the apartment that went up for sale, yeah, later. Yeah, that was a cool <laughs> twist that that was actually Estelle's apartment and she was I, just
0: lonely. I know, and she just wanted to, well, she was lonely. But she was planning on selling it because her daughter was worried about her living oh, in Oh, but she herself. wanted to see who. Yeah.
1: She didn't want to sell it just to anyone. She wanted to see who was um going to buy it. Yeah.
0: No, so that's, I just made that connection. That's why she knew that the wine and the smokes were in the basket. Was the it closet. her that said,
1: what kind of person keeps wine in the closet? Or was that Julia? <laughs> <That's
0: so funny.
1: laughs> oh, and then didn't this, was it Estelle who had a perfect explanation so that people don't think I'm. So people don't think they're an alcoholic; they hide it in the closet. Uh-huh. And then someone's like, "Well, if someone's an alcoholic, they're not going to have full bottles of wine in their house; they're going to be empty."
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, the
1: banter is so
0: great. Wasn't that? Oh no, it was the bank robber's mom that was an alcoholic.
1: Oh yes, Julia's, I think it was the bank robber's mom.
0: Yeah, it was Julia's dad that was the abuser. Abuser, uh, yeah. Man, there were oh. so many side character or like side backstories
1: there were but the awesome thing is I wasn't confused yeah the way he did it
0: it wasn't like I didn't get
1: bogged down you know me a lot of times I'm like there were so many characters I'm so confused I wasn't (laughs) invested in any of them well this one there were a lot of characters but I really liked most of them
0: yeah
1: and I'm just so happy that Jack
0: found you know got together with
1: The psychologist,
0: oh, I just love that. And so he probably didn't take the job in Stockholm then because he met Nadia, and he so didn't remember, want to leave his dad, anyways. Yeah, and his mom would have said, "Well, there's worse things to stay for, like or something like that." Like, to
1: uh, yeah, on the
0: job in Stockholm. Like,
1: I did feel was really... bad for his dad. Oh, there was there were a lot of sad moments between him and his dad. Yeah, just the relationship is complicated and i think it's overall like a sweet close relationship right. but obviously there's a lot of baggage, baggage. Uh-huh. and just tough things you know
0: yeah
1: um but and and it's like he had a hard t- they mentioned he mentioned in the book that jack or jim felt like jack may never fully forgive him for lying to him about the cuz that that was hard that jack took all the flack for it yeah. at the end. But
0: then sweet that he did that for his dad. I know. Because um, he Jack can't help it. It's like he can't help saving people. It's just in his DNA, it seems like. Because of both of his parents, one's a minister, one's a police officer. So it's just it's just him.
1: So obviously, I feel like he did the right thing. Yeah. But wow, that's like a huge risk because he's a police officer. And so lying about that. Yeah. But that was just a big moment when he when he was thinking about his wife and what she would do and hoping that she'd be proud of him for his decision. Yeah. Oh, there were just like all the feels. For me, I just felt a lot with the relationships and topics with this book. Yeah. Like it's it's not a 5 for me, but I just feel like it was a little bit more than a 4 just because it it made me feel a lot within the relationships of the people.
0: I can see that. Yeah. If I if I focus and it on was funny and not the plot, like not the the content, pacing, I guess. Yeah. Oh, the pacing is interesting. Yeah. Well, and like the stuff, it's interesting. Like, even though there was a lot of depth to the parts between the psychologist and Zara, that part, those parts just like stopped Wade. the momentum for me. Like it's
1: true the ther- the therapy appointments between Zara and um Nadia they were not my favorite. Yeah. I felt like they I, were very tough to listen to.
0: Yeah. And then mess with the flow. They weren't funny. They like, yeah, but they I were, get like were, it was part of the story. And Jack and Nadia needed to get together and Zara yeah. needed healing. So, but yeah, I just wanted to know about the bank robbery.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hard because you kind of just want to know like what happened. What? Yeah. Where? Who's lying? And it, yeah, it was such a good twist that Jim was actually the the one that helped and was lying yeah. and didn't see that coming at all. Also had no idea that the bank robber was a woman like those are some really good twists. So that was super yeah. fun. And um, when,
0: when Jim saw the bank robber, he thought of his daughter who he still yes. loves. You know, He, that, that, mm. that part was heartbreaking too. Just like, both of their reactions to, um, both Jack and Jim's reactions to having an addict in the family, and they yes. just kept sending money because they just keep hoping and hoping. And even hoping. though she just took it
1: and ran each time,
0: didn't even go to the funeral. Like know,
1: that just that was really heartbreaking. And at the end, they drove to go find her or to go.
0: Which how do they know where to? How do they know where she was? Remember know. at the end
1: they drove, to and they they don't the say what
0: happens. Right? There's no closure with that. No, there's no closure with that.
1: Um, I think it just, I think that was still smart and kind of Jack to do just to, yeah, it's like (laughs) something for his dad, you know?
0: I love that. He was like, let's go on a, on a drive. Let's go get coffee and, and go see my sister. And then Jim was like, isn't that more than 24 hours? And he's like, come on, dad. I said, we'd stop for coffee. <laughs> Back and forth. It's just like,
1: it's yeah. what the family is. I don't know. Like That's why I said stop for coffee. Cause the first time he said, do you want to go get a coffee? His dad's like, well, it's a little late, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I liked their, yeah. I think that those were probably your, okay. Your question about hostages, favorite hostages. I think my favorite Character relationships was Jim, Jim and Jack. I think those two. Mm, I liked learning about them probably more than the hostages. Um, What about you? I think characters Jim and Jack, but
1: Uh hostages. Um, probably Roe and Julia. Yeah, because I felt like it was very therapeutic for their relationship. The time in the apartment for them, you know, because they're both panicking cause they're about to become parents and they, and then Julie's all upset cause they always fight. But then she realizes through talking to Estelle, like she still loves her more than ever. Yeah. Cause they're both they kind of getting laugh. cold feet. Like one's getting cold feet, like cause she doesn't think she's worthy or ready to be a mom. And the other one's getting cold feet. Like, what if I can't, what if I don't, what if it doesn't work out between Ro and I, we fight all the time. Yeah. And um, I just yeah, I don't know. I just liked how they became closer through that, yeah. and their personalities were fun. And I don't know, maybe they just got the most limelight. But the other, the other relationships were hard for me, like Roger and Elena. Or Elena. Were, yeah, Elena. So that was hard, even though they came, they ended well. It was more achy. It was, it was achy. achy That's a good word for it.
0: Yeah. And Estelle
1: was kind of achy too because of her husband died, yeah, and who lied. else is there? There was a weird rabbit, and that's it, right? And <laughs> yeah, Zara sure. on the balcony, like blasting music. Yeah. And headphones. Zara is just like
0: Zara that you're. Bleh. Zara is extremely uncomfortable to. Yeah. Annelina, yeah, you're right. It was Annalena and Roger, and I did think that there was some sweetness to it, but there was just so much unspoken between them. Yes, it was hard. There's, yeah. it's like they
1: need, they need some couple therapy.
0: Yeah, and they were. I don't know if he. It's like ever. he
1: is so prideful and is just like. I don't know if he resents her or if he's just trying to make up for, I, I don't know. There was just a lot to their relationship. Yeah. That was unspoken
0: yeah. and difficult. Well, and I so. think a lot with Roger is that he was heartbroken by the fact that his kids were not going to have kids because he it sounds like he was very much that like he worked, but like he got, it's kind of like, so you and I were stay at home moms. Right. And so a lot of our Feelings about ourselves—they're wrapped up in that role, and so I can kind of see how like that would be hard if none of them wanted to. Like, none of my kids ever had kids, and it's done. It's like you would so, take that personally.
1: Like, what did I do wrong? How come they right. don't want to be parents? Was I not a good parent?
0: Yeah, and he loved. Like, there's a part where like you you don't feel you. I can't remember how it goes, but you don't ever feel as important as when you're holding your preschool child's hand. Oh,
1: I love that part. It was really sweet. And so right, I think, it's I think it was Rose. She was like, why do you feel, why does being a parent make you feel important? Or I don't know what the question was, but yeah, it's like, well, have you ever held a four-year-old on the way home from preschool? That's when you, yeah.
0: Does he say that? I thought it was like a thought, but that's probably right. I think it was, was said that. out loud. That's so sweet. Yeah. So I think that that was part of it. And then she felt such guilt. Annalena had felt such guilt that she was like, she kept getting promoted and it just made financial sense for her to keep going. But then Roger never got his chance, quote unquote. But I don't know. It's almost like she felt guilty about it. Like, and his, like for him, but it didn't seem like he was mad at her about it. Right. Or did he No, he did too, I guess, because he would drive by, his work when he retired. Yeah. And, and he was mad that they just continued on like normal. Like, yeah. Wrong. So he didn't feel important. So I guess there was, yeah, they had a lot of complicated parts to their relationship. I did <laughs> so. love
1: how, yeah, he took her to the movies at the end yeah. instead of Ikea. I know they finally did something different and he held her hand. Remember they just like, yes. didn't. Oh, that was really sad how they didn't touch each other unless the lights were off.
0: You, know, Do you remember that part?
1: Yes, and so and sad. he reached and, and true. The lights were probably dimmed for the movie, but still, like at least he reached over and held her hand, yeah. and they talked
0: about yeah. that in the book. Anyways, I liked totally. That. So yeah, I think that that was just a harder relationship to read about. But yeah, Roe and Julie—they were so quirky. Or sorry, Julia. Like yeah. the birds, Roe has birds, and like they just like they were so
1: random. And yeah. maybe that's why I liked them the best, is because they were just the funniest like they just had light they were more yeah. light
0: right exactly um and Ro was really good at making, <laughs> huh? yeah they were younger they were younger <sighs> Ro was really good at like making people laugh or at least yes. try you know and even though she had a dad that was um had dementia and she was like you know having to watch him pass, like slowly die yeah there,
1: again a backstory wow everyone had a backstory with family yeah. members I didn't realize that yeah. until we're talking about What's this for Leonard they didn't really say anything about Leonard yeah or Zara's backstory well they do talk about her backstory but not it's true like, like her parents family. yeah but she working in the bank with 10 years ago but okay as far as Frederick Bachman books that you've read which is your favorite I forgot to ask you earlier
0: I think a man called Ove because I've do I, it you and I were talking on Marco Polo at that time. I'm sure it's been years, but you used to always say a man called Ovi. Yes. You know that one? I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I think that was my favorite. Yeah. What about you? I think that's my favorite too. That's a good one.
1: Overall. I did. Well, I did really like, mm, that's a toss up between this one and a man called Ovi.
0: Yeah, oh, that's a hard one. It's true between this one and oh, I don't know. I really liked a man called Ove, because there were I mean there were not as many characters. <laughs> yeah, I was just
1: thinking that there were way less characters. It was more focused on like two or three people. Well, mainly yeah. mainly yeah, three if you count his wife, you know. Uh-huh. So him and his wife. And then the neighbor lady. Yeah. So I probably man called Ove, and then a close second would be
0: Anxious People. Yeah, same here. Yeah. And I really liked, you know, my, the grandmother one and Britt Marie. Obviously, I liked that. Britt Marie was probably like the last for me. It wasn't as good as his other books, but um, I still enjoyed it though. Like, don't regret reading it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll do a future episode diving into Frederick Bachman
1: more. Yeah, for sure. With yeah. Kayla from idle wild reads i hope i got yeah. that right that's yeah right. so we'll have yeah. to have her on like in the fall or something
0: yep once i have the baby yeah the
1: baby any <laughs> contractions by the way i oh, doing good Few
0: of braxton hicks <laughs> as we've been recording actually
1: we kept wondering if she was gonna go into labor this episode <laughs>
0: So, uh, oh. we recorded an episode before this one, and then we took a little break and I had to go get my compression socks and a snack, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the standard pregnant things. Yeah. Those are important.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Is there anything else that we want to say about hits. this? intriguing interconnected book oh I don't think I did my
0: quotes my other quote that I liked oh yeah there were so many good quotes and one-liners in this book yeah so this is a quote by Martin Luther even if I knew that tomorrow the world would go to pieces I would still plant my apple tree it's a good thing to end on with the podcast so go plant your apple trees even if it feels a little hopeless sometimes go plant them (laughs) Yes. Make someone else happy. Make yourself happy in the yeah. process. It's, it's shows it shows that you have hope in the future. Mm-hmm. So. Like cool. It. Cool. <laughs> well, that's all for today. Make sure to comment on our Instagram at two babes in a book to let us know if you've read this book or any of Frederick Bachman's books even.
1: Yes. And make sure to tell others about the podcast. Leave us a review on the Apple podcast app, because that's how people find us podcasters. It's a big present to us. Now, remember, in the words of Holbrook Jackson, never put off till tomorrow, the book you can
0: read today. Thanks y'all. Now go stick your nose in a book.